Hey guys, Trev here. Now that live music's back, I want to tell you about Camp Punksylvania, which is going on in Artemis, Pennsylvania, September 9th, 10th, and 11th. There are over 20 bands on this bill that include Stolen Wheelchairs, Susie Moon, Antagonizers ATL, Big Wig, Voodoo Glow Skulls, and many more. Camp Punksylvania is bringing some of the best punk rock bands out there for this exclusive event. Not only does this have a wicked sick bill, there will be plenty of activities and contests going on throughout the weekend for you to enjoy. A misfit market, punk rock karaoke, and nightly jam sessions around a fire. What else could you ask for? Head to camppunksylvania.com for more details. Then use the code STRUGGLE10 at checkout when purchasing your tickets for 10% off your order. That's STRUGGLE10 over at camppunksylvania.com. The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. Hey, Anthony. Yeah, Chris? So imagine you were mowing your lawn, right? Okay. You're out there on a hot day mowing your lawn. All of a sudden, about midway through the mow in the backyard, you're about in the middle of your, your lawn, you're feeling that tightness in your chest. Bam. You're hit with a heart attack and you drop to the ground and the mower keeps going and runs over your head and you're dead. Okay? What? Wait, hold on. Let's no, no, wait. Why? Okay, so I'm pushing the mower. Yeah. Mower's going forward. Yeah. So in your scenario, I have the heart attack, and I yeah. fall forward and somehow get my head in front of the mower. I'm you, not just going to drop. You tumble it. over and roll around, and it keeps going. It's a freak accident. It's something that okay. like you can't replicate ever again. It's one of those, like, how the hell did this happen? Yeah. Okay. But it happens, and that's how you die. Okay. Are you happy with that death? You need a different one? I'm not happy with that, man. I don't want my head to be All right, so you're at home. You're taking a shower. Okay. And you decide, uh, you know, I'm going to go out for the day today, maybe meet up with Amber and go to lunch. Mm -hmm. And you get out of the shower and you slip and you fall back and smack your head on the tub. Your brain cracks open or your skull cracks open and your brain just leaks out and you die. Okay. Quick death. Just doesn't matter. Is that okay? I mean, I'm not okay with it, but I mean, I prefer that over the lawnmower. We're getting warmer to, to an acceptable death. Okay. You are hiking. I already don't like this one. You're why? What's gonna happen out in the woods? It, you get bit. By what? By a poisonous insect. And your heart explodes in your chest and you die. How fast does it happen? It doesn't matter. I mean I, I don't like that. Because <laughs> I mean Well, of the three, which way do you want to die? gonna fuck up amber psychologically but i'd rather have my head cracked open you want people to find you fucked up all right you're dead right yep i'm dead now we're assuming that there's an afterlife there's something after this this the heaven's a real thing right okay. the pearly gates is a Sweet. real thing you're up there you're floating through the the cosmos you get in, to this in, area that's okay. got these pearly gates right and the keeper of the gates comes out checks the list anthony yep you're coming in Oh, actually, sweet. okay, cool. Actually, wait. There's something we need to tell you. 
Okay. Not many people know this. It's not written in any of the religious or holy books. But you are allowed to bring one thing with you from life. What are you bringing? Oh, what am I bringing? Only um, one thing. Thing, not person. Okay, what I'm bringing? I, I'm just I'm telling you you're allowed to bring one thing oh. from life. Mm, that's, oh, that's hard. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing, oh, man. I'm bringing a guitar. I'm bringing a guitar. So... They send down this, 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 I don't know, this Holy. heavenly Can, can it being. be a little cherub? This little cherub floats down, right? Little wings, little fat belly hanging down. And he's like, got rosy cheeks. And he twitters all the way up to your house and knocks on the door. And Amber's grieving. And she's like, who could be calling at this late hour? Yes, she says calling when somebody comes knocking, right? <laughs> so she goes downstairs and... You know, she's just really so beside with grief because she found you dead with your brains all over the place. She opens the door and there's this cherub and the cherub just looks at her and says, well, hello, I'm from heaven. And she's like, well, I guess that's real, huh? <laughs> and basically the cherub explains how heaven works and how this is all real. And, and Amber's just like, holy shit. It just blows this her is away. for real. Okay. And the cherub explains that, you know, when you do go to heaven, you're allowed to bring one thing. And, and Anthony chose a guitar. How do you think Amber's going to feel? Probably. I mean, I, she's done grieving now. You're going to have to look out for the wrath because that wrath is coming at you. You're going to bring a guitar. You're not bringing Amber. Well, if I bring Amber, then, then, well, then Chloe's there alone. No, there's people that can take care of Chloe. Yeah, but that's not okay. Plus, no. so, so you're telling Amber, I'd prefer to have a guitar and not you with well, me in heaven. Well, also, in my, in, is that in my what's reasoning and in, in my reasoning is that and what's logic, happening, though? Amber does... Is I, that what's happening, though? <laughs> is that a yes or no? You're taking a guitar and not your girlfriend. All right, so... <laughs> Don't try to go around it. It's a yes or okay. no question. Yeah. <laughs> You're fucked. Welcome back to another episode of Chris and Anthony Just Can't we just Stop. Can't stop, folks. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Chavez, joined by Anthony Mullen. What's up, everyone? And uh yeah. Alright, so I, I have to just argue that out because I was thinking of that. Because when you said bring <laughs> one thing, and I'm like, oh, that's very open. I'm like, I probably could select a person, but in the ramifications of that, it's what happens if the chair comes down is like, hello, Amber. Anthony's chosen to bring you to heaven, and then she dies, and they take her to heaven. I'm not killing Amber for that. God probably wouldn't approve of me killing her. So what? Where did killing come into play? So so it was it, just that you could bring. You don't have to kill a guitar to bring it with you. 
Yeah, but how am I bringing Amber to heaven? I can't answer that. That's heaven rules, bro. <laughs> they they have their own rules. I don't know. Yeah, but you're the one that was making... You were no, the- listen. I was making up the story that got you in the scenario. I didn't make up the rules of heaven. We went along with whatever was already there, whatever the groundwork was. Well, so to bring her up from heaven, what ramifications would that have then? You'd have to ask the cherub. I couldn't tell you that. Can I speak to the cherub? Why are you asking me, dude? I don't know cherub phone numbers. So what's up, dude? So, what have you been up to? Yeah. What's new? So, anyway, How's life? Uh, life's doing pretty yeah? good. How's your moving situation? You move yet? Not moving yet. It's coming? It is coming soon. Uh-oh. Is that going to affect any kind of recording? It should not affect any kind of recording. I think um, you should record in the middle of moving. Like you should call in on on your phone and in the middle of moving, be just talking and Amber be like, what the hell are you doing? Put like the if, phone down. If, Dude. If I try to say like, hey, by the way, so while we're moving, I'm just going to have to take a phone call to do a call in for Chris and Anthony for us to record. you be like, are you fucking kidding me? For real? Like, really? We're moving. You've known about this for how many how many months? How just many be weeks? like, no, no, no. I'm still going to move. I'll carry boxes. I'm just going to be talking while I do it. It's going to you're going to hear a lot of grunting, a lot of huffing and a lot of panting. From me. People are going to so realize basically I'm it's moving. like you're having sex. But, I mean, people are going to think people are like, what is he doing? Is he really moving? <laughs> like, oh, that box is so heavy. Oh, my God. Is that what? Oh, I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. Uh, anyway, what's, <laughs> what else is new, dude? What, what you been up to? Um, Got a new position at work yet? No new position at work. Oh, I, it sucks. On, I, what do you want me to do? I'm just saying. The last job you were at, you could move up in a couple months. Easy. Yeah, no, that didn't if work. you had that, the right contacts. Yeah, if you had the right contacts. And I still wasn't moving up in a couple months. If it, has, yeah. it didn't work that way. Yeah. And the moves up didn't pay that well. Yeah. Comparatively, your increases were pretty good. I mean, not, well, listen, we're not talking about what you're getting paid now. I'm talking about what you got. And then when you went to a new position, that increase was a pretty good increase. You don't typically that was, see that in places. That, that was nice. That was nice. Yeah. You uh, also had the freedom to come and go as you pleased. Well, not really. No, not really. But you, you had a little bit more freedom. You didn't have uh, such stringent laws. Listen, laws. I, like the place you work at literally has their own laws. It, it, it They're is, laws. It is corporate. It it's, is very. It's not even corporate. It's laws. It's like its own country. <laughs> I mean, you walk in and it's all of a sudden you're like in a new country. <laughs> Your badge isn't a security badge. It's like a passport. Now you're in a new country. Yeah, it is. You speak a different language there that oh. other outside people would not understand. Oh, yeah. It's like right? it's almost like a break. You of almost like have, you have your own you have your own currency there. Right. Yes. Right. Where you can buy things and trade mm-hmm. off for things yeah. using this, whatever you bank up. You get to designate how you want your pay rolled out. You can either do U.S. dollars or uh, credits. It's kind, it's kind <laughs> you're of an idiot, dude. <laughs> oh God! You have your own cuisine. Yeah, uh, I'm telling you, man. It's um, I don't know. I I wouldn't I would not have traded my soul for that. But that's just me. We do know. Are we allowed to say this, or should I cut it? I mean, do do you have people that listen to this where you work? Do do you tell them about it? And they're like, oh yeah, I'll check out your show. And now two, they're listening to it. A few of my friends I've told about it. So but- now they're hearing this, huh? I mean, we, we're so all, maybe we're all maybe I floor. shouldn't tell them that you're planning on quitting. Oh no, I mean, you're quitting you, next you, month. You can you can say that. It's <laughs> you can say that, but they're like, really, Anthony? You're really gonna be like, fucking quit? I'm not <laughs> quitting. Don't worry, guys. He's gonna tell you no, but he truly is really like he's doing the double. What he's he's uh double crossing. Double crossing. Yeah. Espionage. No. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no. It, 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 if I'm uh I'm sucking this up at least for that freaking uh profit sharing. Profit sharing. I wait. I wait for that. Uh, wait for that. What are you uh, doing with your profit sharing? When do you get it? February is when they do it. So when do you? What are you doing with it? 
What's the plan to do? What, what, do you have it like? Are you in your mind when you know you're getting a big chunk of money? Do you have something planned for it? Do you think to yourself, "I'm using it for this, so I'm going to put it away," or you wait till you get it and you're like, "All right, now I have this. What can I get? Or what can I do?" Oh no, uh, majority of it gets put into savings. Um, we're going to probably saving put, for what? Uh, are you saving for a house, a car, yes, uh, a boat to buy a house? Yep, we're okay. looking to save up, buy the house. Me and Amber have talked about it for both of our profit sharings. It's a big thing. And then obviously I want to split off to see whatever we need for this, but this. for real, for for our studio, for our com- <laughs> for our for uh for our podcast, for our work, you know, a good chunk of change. What I if back what and- if we needed the entire amount? It's a question. I'm not saying we oh, do. Man. I'm saying what if we needed the entire amount? Oh man, that'd be yeah. Ooh. I mean, if we need. <laughs> That's thing is because for me it's, it's very much a no brainer. But at some point, like there is a you know me and Amber, like we are we are a couple we're we're a partnership on this and it's together. Right, so right. something like that that much savings we that kind of goes into like a collected savings for us. So it would be have to be very important to say hey I need this. Oh, it, it has so to, you're saying we're not important? No, we're important. Are, it just but we're ca- not important enough. It's not that the purchase. It has it depends on the purchase. If it's like. We need this because no, no, no. I'm so, I didn't. Who said it was a purchase? I just said, what if it was something that where we needed the the money? What was what if it was an investment, it, not a purchase? An investment, and it was to show like this was going to prop, like this was going to help us to grow. And no, it's just going to get us exposure. I mean, exposure. <laughs> a couple thousand dollars in exposure. Like I'll, I want to see a return on this somehow. <laughs> I'm not. It's not. It's not a couple hundred dollars I'm investing in exposure. It's gonna be a couple thousand dollars. And okay. if I do that, we're gonna you gotta make get sure exposed. We have, we're being exposed. <laughs> For you, what what would it be worth? Like, where would where would your name have to be advertised, or how far would it have to go for it to be worth a thousand dollars? Like they said, hey, we can do this for you, but it's gonna cost a thousand dollars. Like in your mind, what is that going to? What kind? What does that look like when they say you'll get exposure? Um, I want to see the the actual Chris and Anthony reach at least. I want to see Chris and Anthony reach at least fifty thousand views. Just fifty oh, no, thousand for a thousand dollars. Well, for a thousand dollars, I'll say twenty five thousand views. Twenty five thousand views. Not listens. I so want actual viewers. You'll pay a thousand dollars to get twenty five thousand people to watch you. Yes, for our show. Not just me. Not just. Anthony, but like Chris and Anthony as a brand for like our podcast, that would be at least without going into doing any research. I'd say that. Yes. What do you Bald- mean about what do you mean about doing research? I don't do know. Mean? I don't know what a thousand dollars would actually look like on <laughs> on I don't know, because we could look at it and be like, dude, You're like a thousand dollars is only gonna get you like hundred and fifty. You've though. never you've never seen what a thousand dollars looks like at all. Yes, have I you ever have. seen a thousand dollars in cash in front of you? Yes. All in ones? Not in ones. I don't know if you see a thousand ones. What? <laughs> what have you seen it in? I mean, hundreds. So ten hundreds. Yeah, ten hundreds. That's nothing. That's I not know. as impressive as a thousand one dollar bills. I mean, if I went, if I'm going to go, if I'm going to micromanage that, and I would have like, I need a thousand dollars, and she goes to pull out like the hundred, they'd be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Give me those di- give me those dimes and pennies. Let's make this interesting. <laughs> give me a bag. <laughs> I want I want to look like I robbed the bank. You want a big bag with a dollar sign Ex- on it. <laughs> it's a canvas bag too. It's not just a bag. I want like the you, canvas uh, bag with like a cinch. Were you ever the kid that always thought to yourself like when you had money, you wanted it in the smallest bill so it looked like you had more? 
Do you know what I mean? Instead of having a $20 bill, you'd prefer mm-hmm. 21s so it looked like you had a lot of money. No. No, you were good with you liked the twenty dollar bill because it looked bigger. It was a bigger denomination. I liked it broken up. If I'm being honest, what I liked it broken up. That, I would as a kid to, like a, this is your mentality as a kid. Yeah. What do you mean by breaking if, it up? I, How are you doing? Because that? If like, I'm sp- so someone said, "Hey, a I'm five, gonna, some ones, and a ten. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> for what. So it, you it, wouldn't have to break it. You'd just be like, "Oh, I need a one. Boom. boom oh, I need a go. five. Boom. boom I need six go. bucks. Boom. Boom. Exactly." I need oh. thirteen. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, you're gonna you're you're gonna charge me uh, three dollars for this. I don't have any ones. I'll give you the ten. I'll break it up. I'll get some more ones <laughs> and a five back. I, I got logic on that. I'm thinking ahead. I don't know about logic, but you got something. <laughs> That's for sure. I swear it's not contagious. What the shit, dude? Uh, yeah, dude. I remember being a kid when it came to money like that. Uh, being like. The, like it, it looks mm-hmm. more like you know what I mean. Get twenty one dollar bills instead of a twenty dollar bill, mm-hmm. and then like you fold it over, makes it look even more. Yep. Did you ever do that thing where you're like counting, folding it? You're like was, count it one, <laughs> two, three, four, turn it over. I was literally it. when you were saying that, I was going to ask you. I didn't, but my grandfather used to do that to me all the time. Be like Anthony, watch this. And he started to be like, look at how much money I keep on me. And he pulled out his wallet. He's old school. My grandfather's old school Italian, so he's like always has always had his cash, like big money clip. He go flip it <laughs> through it. And he, you, you'd see him kind of start flipping. You'd be like, "Wait, no, Grandpa! Like, there was no. It's bent. I see." It. He's like, "No, it's not. Watch." And he flips it the other way and starts flipping. You're just like, "Wait, hold on, do that again." <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, Fear Street, Fear Street, transition, transition. You watched it. I watched Fear Street, man. You and Amber, or just you? Me and Amber both watched Fear Street. So, why did you watch it? I watched it because I take because your... you didn't know anything about Fear Street. No. You knew Goosebumps. I knew Goosebumps. But you didn't know Fear Street. I didn't know Fear Street. You know R.L. Stein. I know R.L. Stein. Through? The Goosebumps. Okay. But you didn't know Fear Street. Did not know Fear Street. Did you read Goosebumps books when you were a kid, or did were, were they read to you, or you knew no. people who did? I read them. You did? Yep. Uh, I had a few teachers that actually had, uh, like you know, like remember back, back in elementary school, they have like the library with the books you kind of go grab during reading time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had a few teachers in like fourth and fifth grade, and then even in the like sixth grade, that still had you know a good chunk of them. So I used to grab them. The library at school always had them, and they were, you know, quick, fair reads, um, fairly quick reads. I like them. Did you watch the show? I would watch the show on. Uh, I would catch repeat uh, reruns of them on Nickelodeon, I think. Okay. And I actually caught the show later on, so I was more of like in middle school, uh, early high school, when I'd be like, "Oh, hey, Goosebumps was on." I didn't watch it as a little little kid, so I never got like a horror. Goosebumps never scared me. Well, it's horror, but for kids. Yes, but it like, was. It's it's fun kind of horror. Yeah. Did you ever watch the movie, the Jack Black movie? No, I heard mixed feelings on it, and when I saw that there was a sequel that was like a direct to Netflix or like a direct to streaming, it was like, oh, yeah. okay, must must not been that hot of a commodity. But why? Because things going straight to streaming now is not a big thing. It's not a big deal. It's not the way. It, see, things going straight specifically to streaming and not in theaters is no longer kind of like the the death sentence of going straight to video. It well, doesn't have that same connotation anymore because streaming services break brand new movies now. Yes. So I think when it when it first happened and when I first saw the Goosebumps movie, I thought it was going to be more of like a horror, more not not so goofy comedy, and. So you thought it was going to be Fear Street and not Goosebumps. I was expecting that. But you never read Fear Street. Exactly. Fear Street was for young adults. It was for the teenagers. Mm-hmm. And maybe even like some 20-year-olds would probably read it. You know, I don't know. Uh, but I remember being a kid reading him because I loved horror. 
and that was that was my introduction to R.L. Stein was Fear Street. Really, I didn't know Goosebumps until my brothers were started getting them. Interesting. Um, I, I mean, cool. maybe I knew of them, but I didn't read them. It was Fear Street that I read. I used to read R.L. Stein's Fear Street, and then there was another young adult kind of horror writer. His name was Christopher Pike. I used to read a bunch of those books as well. So I was I was never big into horror books growing up. Uh, a little bit of Stephen King it would be like where I well Stephen King's adult horror like Stephen King was different. That's when I graduated. I went from I went from R.L. Stein and Christopher Pike to Dean Koontz to. Stephen King like it was a quick graduation too I remember getting a Stephen King in high school but back in like elementary middle school I wasn't a fan of horror I didn't I don't like being scared what was the draw for Stephen King though in high school I think it was my mother uh, telling me to watch the movie uh, The Shining okay and when I heard it was so good I wanted to read the book so you watched the movie I had watched the movie would you think of it as a kid because that's a slow movie it was not like it's if you when's the last time you saw it Probably four four years. I think maybe we watched. It's it. It's a pretty slow movie. It's it, a slow burn movie. Well, the, so as a kid, I can't see you as a kid uh, in the world of in, sugary cereals and uh, electronics at all at times. 16, being 17, like this is it was in high school. It was it was a definitely a slow a slow read for me. My mom always pushed me with books. Like oh, I, read you didn't yes. watch it. Well, no. So like I had attempted to read it, couldn't like the first couple chapters. It was so slow that I watched the movie, got a visual. I went back. That's to what read I'm saying. It. When you watched it, the movie actually watching it, uh, it wasn't that slow for me. I mean, the jump scares were there, and the suspense is still build. Um, you know, it, it, I never saw it as slow and was bored of it. I'll but, say I liked it. But Fear Street would but be Fear something Street. that's less. So yes. uh, Stephen King's obviously for adults. Fear but Street Fear was Street for was more for. That earlier teenage, uh, young adult, and I never wanted to read horror at those ages. Yeah. So now Netflix has this thing where uh, you know they're putting out this trilogy of films: Arl Stein's Fear Street, and the first chapter dropped 1994. I watched it because me and uh, our buddy Jim were doing the Fear Street uh, trilogy. We're going to watch them and talk about them for our podcast, Out of the Shadows. If you like horror movies, uh, listen to us, Out of the Shadows. Anyway, um. Yeah, we checked it out. And so I was telling you, you, you got to check it out. I even showed you the opening, the intro to it. Yes. You I'll watched s- it. You went home and said, all right, Amber, we got to watch this. You watched it at night? Watched it at night. All right. Here we go. This is going to be, ladies and gentlemen, get ready. This is Anthony's review of R.L. Stein's Fear Street, Chapter 1, 1994. Anthony, take it away. What would you think of the movie? All right. Uh, first impressions movie has a great feel great vibe i love the colors starting in the mall uh, the 90s very classic uh, when i did start to watch it with chris uh, he was he did show me the intro he definitely set this set the tone and you know was pointed out to me and i couldn't not see it move, uh, progressing throughout the rest of the movie was that it was very much uh 90s slasher influenced and uh, kind of he got the impression of scream and i couldn't not get rid of that. I kept seeing the movie scream uh, throughout the entire film. I liked it though, because it took a twist on really building on the, uh, the trilogy aspect. When I was first shown the, the idea that they're gonna have three, uh, three movies that follow each other. It, I didn't know how it was going to be connected. I don't know if it's gonna be like a loose connection that they were just a little influenced of each other. I didn't realize they're gonna be so heavily integrated and the way the story evolved took me off my guard. 
because you think it's one thing with some slashers that are just killing people in this town. And it, you come to find out that it's not just slashers in the town. It's about a whole curse that stems back from the 1600s. And then when you think you finally have the, uh, then when you think you finally figured it out and know who the slashers are going after and for why it turns around on you again. And I like that. It kept me off my feet or kept me off my toes and really made me, I had to pay attention. You, it, it was a good mystery film. I liked how people still fucking died. They were <laughs> gruesome. At the end, there was moments you're just like, all right, cool. This is going to end. This is going to be a great, like happy, like they're going to win at the end. And it still was like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> we're not giving it to you. And I love that. Um, fun movie. The uh, what was your what was your, so name a couple of your favorite scenes or favorite parts. Couple of scenes, couple of favorite parts. Honestly, I liked the very opening killing in the mall. The opening sequence. The opening sequence in the mall, because I love malls. I'm very much a mall rat, and I think. Uh, it was a couple of weeks ago we were talking about like, oh, you know, if I was in a mall and there was like a killer or something, I think I'd be able to get out. It'd be good. You know, mass crowd. I could survive. And that's a scenario where someone was getting killed in the mall and they couldn't get out. And I didn't like that. And I was like, oh, no, that would suck. And then on top of it, they're using a, like a blade and like a knife. And it's like, oh, I don't want to be cut. Like the feeling of that would just I don't want to ever have like that. That would suck. And that was good. Um, I do like slashers for that reason. Okay. Uh, next ones after that, I think my favorite is the, uh, is the, uh, when the, the girl's singing, uh, the one girl is singing, uh, the, the one killer with the, uh, barber blade. Okay. And the one guy starts like walking over to her thinking like, you know, who is this chick? And then she comes after him and they're asking like, Oh, what happened? He's like, I don't know. She was hot. I, I want to go see what she's doing. She was singing. And it's just like, you're very comedic, fun. Uh, very, very interesting graphically where you kind of see her face kind of mm-hmm. regenerate. Mm-hmm. And What'd you think about that? that? About those things, those, the, the bad guys that could do that. Cause they explode them. They, they ball yes. fire. Like it, it's straight up. And was, then they just kind of melt back together. What'd you think of that? That was like, Oh fuck. This, this game change is not just a simple, let's shoot the killer and get rid of them. Um, Oh shit! You know one one of the scenes that really got me that I loved is the scene where they went back to the woods and they're trying to figure out what's going on with the grave and the chain. And you think you're gonna finally uh, you're you're finally like figuring out what's going on with the plot, and you're so invested in the whole story with the witch that you don't realize what's happening. And as the one brothers uh, looking at the brothers looking out into the forest, I think you just are. And you see the person run. And it's almost like in the movie Get Out where you're like, oh, shit. And it's just a person running. You see the axe. You're like, oh, fuck. And you see the swinging coming. You're just like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. And you just miss it. And it's it's uh, fast pace, adrenaline. And then from that moment on, it felt like I was watching the movie It Follows. Okay. And It Follows up until, up until I realized. Never saw it. Oh, okay. It's interesting. Um, up until that moment, if you see the movie, it follows, it was very much that suspense of how do we get away? Okay. And there was no getting away and it was a constant driving suspense. Um, I'll say favorite death. I hate that I'm going to say it 
favorite death though was the meat cutter. The meat cutter, or not? What was the cutter? The shredder? oh, the bread slicer. That's what it was. Bread mm-hmm. was the bread slicer. I felt so bad because I'm just like this kid just got just just had a fucking great time. He's having a crush with this girl. I'm pretty sure. Oh no, that no, it isn't the girl that he was messaging. But I was thinking it was a girl. Everybody's that, thought that. Aaron I thought that too. Thought it was a girl he I was thought messaging. That was her, yeah. and I'm going. Oh no. He's like, this is her. They but finally I think, made the connection. I think who that person is that he's messaging now is the one that they had on the phone at the end of the movie, the one that survived. I think that's who he's been talking to. The older lady. Really? Yeah, who survived the Camp Camp Nightwing murders. So that's I have a, a few thought. questions for you, okay? This, okay. Was a, this is a, So yeah. again, we talked about this. Jim and I talked about this on Out of the Shadows. So if you guys want to hear what I have to think about this movie, go check out that episode. Um, this is about what you think about yes. it. So I'm going to throw a few things your way. I want to know what you think. Mm-hmm. Where were all the adults in this whole town? There was a cop. There was a couple cops. And, and there was teachers you know, in school at the very beginning of that. But overall, during this whole night of everything that's going on, where was all the adults? Where are the parents? I another question for you. Okay, the little cricket noises there. Were you okay with? See, I have a thought on these things, and again, you can listen to my thoughts on it. But for you, okay. your thoughts on horror movies? Okay, shit's going down. Mm-hmm. People about to die. Mm-hmm. You're being chased. Your life is on the line. Let's all take a time out to have some romance. Don't have sex in the movie. Like that's literally like, right? We know the we know the rules, but what are your thoughts on that being thrown in as for the story? Do you think it's important? Do you think it helps solidify people's relationships and what it's like for you know the importance of who needs to survive, why they need to survive, who's fighting for what? Do you think it's important to do that? I don't think it's important. I think what it does is it adds um, a, a character development to kind of sh- to try and secure and solidify any emotional attachment. If there was one, I don't think it is necessary important okay. for most. Though. Okay. Uh, were you uncomfortable when you watched two, two, two girls going, going, doing their thing? Were you, uh, are you like, oh, that's nice. That's fine. Let people love who they love. You enjoyed it. Man, love is love. That's not what I was asking. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you could say yes, you could say no, it's whatever. I mean, did you enjoy watching it? You could be honest, dude. Our listeners know who we are. I mean, why are you why are you so why are you so uh why are you so like stuttered here it's, it's yes or no i mean i mean two you're a hot-blooded boy two, 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 two girls two girls making out isn't bad okay you enjoyed that it wasn't just making out there was some pants opening some hands going places you ready for this next piece yeah how old are all these kids supposed to be exactly that's they're in high school i know that's where it's awkward they're in high school you're yeah. so you're watching characters that are children and it's just like that's where it's like off camera. It's like good for you, man. Like the kid, like the kid, like walked in the room, just like good for you. Like, but yeah, that was another question. How old are all these kids? So I think the the one kid was what the I'm gonna say the one bro- the brother was I think maybe he looked about fourteen, maybe fifteen, maybe fr- he was about a freshman in high school. Okay, everybody else. I'm assuming eighteen, seventeen seniors. See, I'm assuming seniors. Okay, but yeah. That's that's why I was hesitant because I'm just like I know where you're trying to lead me with this question. I know exactly where you're trying to lead me. And I'm sitting there going like I don't know how old they were offhand. So how do I answer that question? What were some of the things that really stood out about this movie that you really thought like you really enjoyed? What was it? 
Like if some, if you had to go to somebody and somebody comes up to you and is like, "Hey, did you see Fear Street, nineteen ninety four? Yeah, should I see it?" I'd say yes. Why? If you like slasher and horror movies, I recommend this because it did a great job. I think of integrating some, integrating and setting up a trilogy that is going to touch on all aspects. I feel of it. And that's where I think it was really nice. It was a good blend, and it didn't feel like a spoof movie. Like it brought in the scream, stabber, slasher, the uh, Michael Myers chasing you. Brought in the little paranormal, psychological kind of creepy looking horror with the with the witch and the ghost. It brought in some like possession, demonicness aspect of the coming back from the dead. Um, even having like the elements of of a clear ripoff of a. Um, uh, Jason, oh my, uh, Friday the Thirteenth. I'm going blank on the movie. Yeah, Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, I have the camping. The camp you're saying all up. this to one person that's just literally like, so you think I should see it? And you're like, yeah. And they're like, why? You're you're going into all this. Well, I I, I guess I'm elaborate right now for the for the listeners, but I'll say yes, it does a great job. You failed the call. <laughs> <laughs> you waited way too long. <laughs> Oh man, uh, that's a great that's a great new inside joke. I okay, like <laughs> I like that. <laughs> anyway, all right, yeah. So, listeners, if you haven't seen it yet, we probably gave away a bunch of shit, but go check it out. Fear Street, nineteen ninety four. The next one that's coming up this coming Friday is Fear Street, nineteen seventy eight. This is camp slasher seventies movie. Mm-hmm. You know what you're getting. Oh yeah, you know what you're getting. I mean, they they kind of already spoiled a little bit of what we're getting with it, but I'm curious to see how it connects. And I mean, builds on more of the story from the from the 1600s. Um, there was one more thing I wanted to say before we headed out. I'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.